MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of VSIN Live Bet tonight, coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi and Bebefe, alongside Wes Reynolds, were taking in Thursday night football between the Las Vegas Raiders and Los Angeles Rams. And don't forget, joining us in 15 minutes, I believe he was on the ground, I think, as a fumble there. Uh, but joining us in 15 minutes, our buddy Jeff Parles, the host of Live Bet Saturday and Live Bet Sunday. He co hosts that with Danny Burke, also a co host on Gil Alexander's Beating the Book Megapod every Thursday. You can check that out wherever you get your podcast. But Jeff will be joining us. He's been on with us before as a live guest bet sweater, so it'll be fun to get his insights here on this Raiders-Rams game that has been uh, devoid of points Mm -hmm. up until this point here, Wes. (laughs) Yeah, and I reacted because it looked like Josh Jacobs uh, put it on on the turf again, and he yeah, he's down. Yeah. (laughs) So 15-yard gain, nevertheless, third and five, uh, makes it more manageable. For the Raiders, Derek Carr going to try to see if he can get, and he's not going to be able to get that first down. So this is going to be a fourth and one, I believe, just on the other side of midfield at the 49. So do you go ahead and run a quarterback sneak here? They're not going to do it. They're going to punt here. Looks like a tough spot here. I'm curious to see where he stepped out of bounds. I mean, I guess we don't want to get Carr in the picture. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were showing they were showing the uh, uh, sideline angle or the bench angle. So 
I didn't think he got it. I yeah. thought he was about a yard short or maybe even a half Ooh. a yard short. Yeah, I don't think he got it. Yeah, that's probably the proper spot there. Uh, but the Raiders will be punting nonetheless there right on the 50-yard line. They're going to make the Rams go ahead and drive it the length of the field, which I don't – I guess I don't blame them. I mean, I'm, I'm more but, – but, 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 but he kind of felt like that was makeable. Yes, yeah. With, 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 with a sneak. Uh, I, and I am a member. I don't know if you are, Femi. I am a member of Sneak Nation. Sneak Nation is yes, I'm I, I, I am. A, I want to be a charter member of Sneak Nation because I see now, it uh, like like last week. Now, now the Jets ran that one bad sneak that didn't get it, and then they didn't run it at the end when they should have against Minnesota. Now, I'm a member of Sneak Nation, though, within reason. If my quarterback doesn't know how to run quarterback sneaks, mm-hmm. we can't do it because there's a there's a actually, believe it or not, a technique to oh, successfully yeah. executing QB sneaks. And you got to get low. You got to be able to drive the legs. The guys that just try to lean forward while they're all high, like you're not mm-hmm. going to get mm-hmm. the first down. So like, just watch Jalen Hurts do it. <laughs> there is an art to it. Of course, uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady maybe yeah. the greatest quarterback sneaker. Uh, for some, for Somehow, some way he is. Uh, Jacoby yeah. Brissett, very good. And Cam, then the guy. Cam Newton back in his the day. The guys with size, Justin Herbert's pretty good at it as well. I mean, but when you're six foot six, you know, you're a giant. You should be good at it. Yeah, you definitely should be. But yeah, some guys are not so good at it, though. So um, you definitely have to have the right quarterback that knows what they're doing. But sne- at QB sneaks, it's the most indefensible play, especially as, as long as they're able to push guys. Yeah, yeah. It's the most indefensible play in football. You know, you know, and, and I saw, uh, uh, gosh, gosh, I'm trying to remember. Now I lose my train of thought in terms of who had it. I believe, uh, uh, yeah, uh, last Sunday, I, be- I believe he tweeted it out. I think it was J.J. Watt. Mm. who was talking about, and obviously, you know, former Defensive Player of the Year, Pro Bowler, uh, potentially going to the Hall of Fame someday. Oh, he's going. He says, yeah, this was in regards to the TCU game, the end of the TCU-Kansas State Big 12 title game on Saturday. He goes, QB sneak is the single most difficult play to stop for one yard or less without a doubt, especially when you add pushers from behind into the equation. We'll never understand taking the ball five-plus yards away from the line of scrimmage to try and gain one yard at any level that at JJ Watt on Twitter. You know, the interesting thing though, and I'm curious to see what happens this off season because Peter King, probably the most respected member of NFL media that's out there. He wrote in his column most recently that he would like to see the pushing of the pile removed and legislated out of the game. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I necessarily disagree with him on that. Everybody, uh, of course, remembers the, uh, the Bush push. That was the original. You know, at, at Notre Dame when USC uh, was on their uh, – na- I think they won the national title they ended that up losing. That was yeah, that, well, that was the Vince Young year yeah. uh, to Texas. But, yeah, that that's where it kind of all started. And, yeah, they're not legislating that because, look, I understand why. Because there's so many rules against the defense mm-hmm. in the league that where, where their hands are tied, not only – you know, covering in terms of a, of, pa- of a more passing league. But then you add that, it's like, okay, now we're going to give them the edge in the running game too. Yeah, we're going to let them push guys like yeah. for 10 yards. <laughs> yeah, I just. And, and also, like, I want it out of the game as well because it's not football. Like, like, that's rugby, that's other, like, that's, that's not football. Football was not intended to be let's all pile up and then push the pile and stuff. And I get it, like, hey, play to the whistle, but also let's also play the sport that w- the way it was intended to be mm-hmm. played. In mm-hmm. my opinion, at least. So yes. I kind of would like to see it out. And, and if they legislate that out of the game, maybe QB sneaks are not as automatic as they once were. Who knows? Yeah, but, uh, it, exactly. At, at least it added a little different element as the Rams pick up the first down here under 10 minutes to go in the third Yeah, quarter. a couple nice runs there from uh, uh, Kyron Williams. Uh, 
see if he, they get him involved in the passing game like I thought that they were going to. But uh, his first two carries of the game go for 17 yards, so that's the best that the Rams have done on the ground all night. So he might end up being more of the workhorse back this evening. Yeah, and I think that's probably what, if you're Sean McVay, it's get back to like a balanced attack. Mm-hmm. And I know like, it's, the only point, was, it's only a 10-point yeah. point game. Yeah, it's like you're not trailing by – 17 24 points like you can still run the football and do things especially with a quarterback who hasn't practiced with guys and like you see van jefferson's looking for the ball inside it's outside mm-hmm. I, I, th- those are the kind of things that we take for granted because in 99.9 percent of situations the quarterback has gotten reps <laughs> with, the, with yeah. the teammates and this is one of those situations where that hasn't been the case here so uh the rams are six to one on the money line trailing by 10 and I believe this is what second down. I think this is yes. So yeah, second down. The Raiders nine and a half point favorites. Totals at thirty two and a half. So that total continues to head towards the basement here, with neither team looking like they can sustain any sort of drive. Yeah, yeah, not at all here. So uh, you know, the Rams uh, they got the one first down already, but now and now confusion. It looks like uh, Mayfield. I believe did he have to call a timeout there? Uh, and, and this is probably why. Uh, and. And they're looking at Josh Jacobs' hand here. This is interesting. Josh Jacobs, it looks like he might have banged up his hand on that last play where the ball uh, squirted out there due to yeah, he was he was he was was holding it right away too. And yeah, he was holding it when he was leaving. So I don't know. Maybe there's a broken hand potentially here situation. But he's being talked to by the training staff. He's kind of grimacing on the sideline. They're showing some shots of him trying to put the glove back on, and now he's gripping the football, trying to see what a comfortable grip would be like so he doesn't actually fumble the ball. But maybe something developing here with Mm -hmm. Josh Jacobs kind of just trying to shake out an issue with his hand uh, on this next upcoming drive for the Raiders as Max Crosby bats the ball down. Yeah, they're they're, this. I mean, really, when we were talking about the offenses, not just the skill position guys and obviously the quarterback, probably not 100% to start the season and Matt Stafford, but the offensive line, had issues right away. Of course, Andrew Whitworth, who's on the broadcast, the halftime show for this Amazon on Prime. Surprised they didn't try to get him to suit up. Right, and they moved Note Boom, and look, Note Boom did a decent job in relief when Whitworth was out a couple games last year. But the, yeah, the offensive line has been well off kilter pretty much all season. Yeah, it, it's just not a good situation here. And and like I was saying before, they showed the uh, graphic of Josh Jacobs as Baker Mayfield's track from. He had time, but maybe nobody was open. But he had time to throw that ball. But if you're McDaniel's, this is probably why he punted on fourth and one. Yeah. Is that hey, why would I even yeah. risk giving this team any sort of life when they haven't proven that they could go the length of the field? Yeah, they and don't. They don't. They don't believe that they can do it. And look, no, they haven't done they haven't it the done first it. two drives. Yeah, and it's like. When you make these fourth down decisions, you also have to make these decisions and manage the game that you're currently in. It's not all just like, hey, in this situation, we always go for it. In this situation, you're playing a team that has a quarterback that arrived two days ago. So you don't have to necessarily – wow. That's going to be a penalty. That <laughs> is, that, is that he, ought to be. Is, I don't see a flag, but he is got – Is he serious with that? I'm he, sure there's a penalty. They just haven't put the graphic. There on. we go. Yeah, he is, got obliterated. Is he Is he serious with that penalty? I mean, I know, you know, some of these guys, I, I don't know. Is is this punter, by the way, for the Rams, Australian? Uh, I'm not sure. Riley Dixon. I don't believe that he is. But, you know, sometimes, you know, these punters, a lot of these Aussie punters, 
they get that running start where they run on an angle uh-huh. and then they kick it away. So it is kind of tough to avoid contact on the punter, but yeah. he but, got, he got rocked there. And so yeah, what happened if the punter gets rocked after punting the ball away, we're not sure if this is going to be running into the kicker or roughing because typically for it to be roughing, you have to land on the punter's plant leg. Right. He just bodied him up from like a shoulder to shoulder standpoint and then he fell to the ground. So we'll see if maybe this is running into. Yeah, I, I wish they would have stayed before they, know, uh, they, was, went the they went to the break. They went to the break right there, but I guess we're not the directors of that show. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am not. I am not seeing, by the way, a, a penalty. Or I'm kind of looking for updates here on the Twitter machine. One thing yeah. I can update: Josh Jacobs' questionable return. He did go back to the locker room. Okay, so Jacobs goes back to the locker room. He was one of the most bet on props. I mean, the Jacobs. Over 100 rushing plus receiving yards was the second most bet on prop at minus 280. Let me take a look at the box score to see if that has cash. So he has 73 rushing. As for the receiving, it doesn't look like Josh Jacobs. He has eight yards receiving. So right now, Josh yeah. Jacobs sitting on 81 combined rushing plus receiving. You got to get over 100. That was minus 280. Mm-hmm. So the people were very bullish on Jacobs. And unfortunately, when you bet props, stuff like this can happen. If he doesn't return, man, that's tough. I believe they picked up the flag. Uh, they, oh, they're, they? They're, they're currently selling some trucks right now, so we don't know. But I believe that they did because I'm not seeing an update here on the, on the, on the scorecast or the game cast. So I believe uh, that is not going to be roughing nor running into the kicker. Maybe the officials sing a little bit of embellishment? Perhaps. Maybe a yellow card on the punter? Perhaps. Who knows? Well, it looks like it'll be Raiders football. At least that's what the lines are telling us over at DraftKings. Raiders laying 10 and a half total at 31 and a half. All right, don't go away. Our buddy Jeff Parles, host of VEASAN Live Bet Saturday, Live Bet Sunday, will be joining us to break down this Thursday night football game on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here inside the Circa Resort and Casino, taking in Thursday Night Football. Raiders lead the Rams 13-3, to uh, 6.30 left to play in the third quarter. That gives us perfect time to bring in our next guest here, our buddy. You've seen him on VEASAN Live Bet tonight earlier this season. He is the co-host of the Beating the Book podcast with Gil Alexander on the Megapod, also the host of VEASAN Live Bet Saturday, Live Bet Sunday. He is Jeff Parles. Jeff, we appreciate the time as always. We're, we want to get into this game, but first of all, like this Josh Jacobs news that just came down, he's questionable to return, dealing with the hand injury. Raiders look like they want to just kind of run this game out because the Rams haven't shown any sort of offensive ability. Uh, how do you think this kind of impacts what the Silver and Black do with potentially the best running back this season in the league sideline due to the injury? Yeah, I would I would not expect to see Jacobs again tonight, Femi. And I, I would be surprised if we do see him again tonight. So, you know, I, I I would say this. That live total right now is 30 and a half at DK. It seems like that they are really trying to just run this clock out. Baker Mayfield looks like Baker Mayfield this year, guys. So I, I would I would actually lean to an under. The runway is shortening. 
make make me uh Femi make guys make both these teams score two touchdowns plus in order to beat me at this point. <laughs> I don't think we see Jacobs again tonight. Uh they we saw a lot of Zamir White on that last drive. Uh so I, I would I would be thinking the Raiders are trying to get out of Dodge, get see see what this injury is for Jacobs. Uh, and hopefully he'll be ready for next Sunday, which all of a sudden, guys, the Raiders are back in the playoff chase if they hold on tonight. That game against New England next Sunday is going to be awfully important. The uh, no offensive score drive result, by the way, for the next drive for the Los Angeles Rams is minus 285 on the Ooh. no, plus 220 on offensive score. Punt a minus $1.50 favorite, field goal attempt four and a quarter, touchdown $5, T.O. or T.O.D. at six to one. So, yeah, not a lot of faith here. And look, I was I was thinking, okay, maybe they're gonna move the ball a little bit with Mayfield because they kind of did on the on that last drive, the 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 lone scoring drive they had for uh, three points. You know, he's able to move to move it a little bit, but I still don't understand. And you asked it earlier, Femi, and I'll get Jeff's thoughts on this. Why would you start John Wolford if you're gonna basically play Baker Mayfield the entire game? Wes, it's a great question. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> yes. question. There's no reason. There was no reason. It was it was almost like Sean McVay had a bet on, hey, John Wolford's going to take the first snap tonight. <laughs> right. I don't, know, I don't know if any of our friends in faraway places were offering that. Yeah, it was bizarre. I, I, I'm with you, Wes. I, I don't understand why. The only thing I could think of is that John Wolford was like, all right, you know what? My neck is fine during warm-ups, and then after taking three snaps, it wasn't fine, but he didn't throw the ball at all. It was completely bizarre. Look, it's a, it's a basically an impossible position for Mayfield. I actually thought he looked a lot better than expected in the first half. That second drive that he had got totally derailed by Akers fumbling. We haven't seen Cam since then. So, you know, it's just one of those where, where it was a weird decision. And really, they play a Monday night at Lambeau next week. Oh. I would imagine that Baker's going to start. That will also be an unwatchable game as, again, guys, this is the beginning of three straight weeks. The Rams are in prime time, guys. I hope oh, you're excited. And, for that. and we're gonna and we're gonna be here for all of them. Uh, oh yeah, that's be tough. yeah, wow. that's gonna be a bit. Man, there you go. If they if they counted pass interference yards, my two two outwell prop would have cashed like two hours ago. <laughs> but they don't. But they unfortunately do not. I think he's like a yard away from uh, going over. Yeah, it looks like that's gonna be about like what a 45, 50 yard penalty there. Tra pass interference on Trayvon Morrig. We we, we know this safety. Raiders secondary is absolute poverty. Yeah, I mean, man. Let's just face it. Yeah, that's not a great play. But that's one way the Rams can get back into this game. We're speaking with Jeff Parles, host of Vison Live Bet Saturday and Live Bet Sunday. And I was just about to ask you, Jeff, like, granted that this situation with Baker Mayfield, it's not ideal and it's not Baker's fault. He just got there literally two days ago. But knowing what we know about this Raiders team this season, they've blown three different 17-point leads. Would you be interested in backing the Rams, even though we know that Mayfield is working with probably about 10 to 15% of the playbook? Oh, man, that's tough. But again, if Jacobs doesn't play again tonight, Femi, then all of a sudden you're you're eliminating what who has been the best running back in the league this year. Mm -hmm. You go with your backup running backs who are nowhere near the quality of Jacobs. And then you're putting the game on Derek Carr's shoulders. Look, I, I, it's obviously not 10 and a half now anymore. Uh, but hey, look, you get a field goal here. If still, somehow you're still getting dished north of seven which it could be based off the way that it is right now. You've seen six and a half plus one Oh five, which basically you're banking on the Rams 
trying to score a touchdown, even though that uh, nice little trickeration was a great one for a half a yard. Yeah, it was a hell of a lot of work <laughs> for one yard. <laughs> a, lot of work, a lot of work for a half a yard. Uh, but, you know, it's, it, 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 Femi, it is something to have in the back of your mind when you're betting these games live where you got to know what the DNA of a team is. And even last week, Femi, where they ended up holding on, I had the Raiders' second half last week. I had plus one and a half for the game. As soon as Justin Herbert hit Keenan Allen on really that spectacular touchdown on the 4th and 12, I was like, in my back of my mind, I'm like, oh, here we go again. It's gonna, <laughs> the Raiders are going to find a way to blow this game too. And they didn't because uh, the Chargers were unable to block them in the fourth quarter. But just knowing the DNA of the teams that you're dealing with is an important thing to do when you're betting these games live. Again, it's kind of it's a little bit different tonight. Even though the Raiders have blow-the-lead DNA, the Rams have, hey, we're just trying to get to the end of the season without anyone hurt, be getting hurt DNA. So it's a little bit hard to get in uh, on a team that really is just dead man walking at this rate. Jacobs, by the way, a quick update while we wait for what the flag is on this play. Uh, Jacobs, by the way, back on the sideline for the Raiders, catching passes, but wincing every time with the thumb and uh look we thought we had the 2-2 at well prop we do yeah, not uh flat holding on the play by uh Havenstein so yeah. yeah yeah very frustrating here is now the uh Rams gonna get pushed back and uh uh really deep uh for field goal range even though Matt Gay made a long one earlier so now it's gonna be third and 16 from the 36. Yeah, no, that's tough there for uh, for the Rams offense. They need all the help that they can get, and now they're having a negative play due to the penalty here. But I think, Jeff, also we've been talking about, because Wes is on the 2-2 Atwell prop. He also has a Kyron Williams passing prop, uh, receiving yards prop, I should say. I have a Devontae Adams over. I said square, don't care. Give me the Adams over. We probably are rooting for the Rams to score here because we don't want the Raiders to completely go into a shell at this point. Do you have any props that you're sweating uh, tonight, or are you just all looking all in-game? Uh, I, I was looking all in game. I, I'm waiting for the shorter runway to get in on this total here. Uh, now that we're in scoring range, if the Rams score a touchdown, I probably will look to come under. The only concern that I have, Femi, is that this game could open up. And if Jacobs doesn't come back, West did say he's back on the sideline. If he doesn't come back, the Raiders are going to have to chuck it. And if Carr throwing incomplete passes, you're obviously going to see more plays. Uh, for you to get your Adams prop, which I'm kind of amazed he hasn't gotten there with the way that this game started for Devontae Adams, uh, that might be the only concern I have here. But again, we're looking at a field goal, so uh, maybe maybe not an under. Again, there's these short runway in-games is something I've been trying to do a little more recently. They have worked so far this year. That Denver uh, Charger game in this building was a great one for the under, but there have been other times where you get toasted because the fourth quarter gets nuts. A personal foul called by on uh, on Shelton, the offensive lineman. He had a guy in his face Brilliant. and then shoved him away, oh. and then Morig gets in there and he shoves him. So another personal foul. That's going to take the Rams out of field goal range here. That 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 that's a dumb penalty. That is really dumb when that's you know you've got a kicker. Now it's fourth and twenty three from the uh, forty three. Oh, they are it. they are going to try Matt Gay from about uh, fifty nine yards here. Man, man, they're still kicking it. That's a long field goal, fourth and 23. It didn't look like he did much, though. No, to get the they could have let that go. Yeah, it is 60. a 61-yard, I'm sorry. Does he make it, Jeff? What do you think? No. Uh, the way he, this season's gone for the Rams, no, I don't think he will. No. It wasn't, it wasn't even close. So we'll spoil it there for you. He hooks it wide left. It was not even close. As Coleman Shelton's personal foul penalty ends up backing that up there, and it makes it an unmakeable field goal for the Rams. So we remain at 13-3. to Raiders now laying 12.5, totals 29.5. 
Uh, are you tempted to still go under at that, that low of a number there now that this game doesn't look like it's going to open up, at least on the surface here? we got about 40 seconds left. Well, Femi, here's the deal, though. You could, we, we, I probably will wait now because if the Raiders score a touchdown, even though they'll play soft, I don't trust the Rams to get in the end zone tonight now at this point. So that would be the only way. I think that missed field goal probably uh, ends my night. I'm looking for a total here, guys. Jacobs, by the way, back in the game for the Raiders. Oh, there you go. Might be a heavy dose of Josh Jacobs. He is Jeff Parles. If you want a heavy dose of him, check out the Beating the Book pod on the Megapod every Thursday. And also check out Live Bet Saturday and Live Bet Sunday. Jeff, we appreciate the time as always. We'll talk soon, man. Thanks, fellas. Good. Best of luck at getting your props there tonight. Thank we're you. Gonna, we're going to need them. We're going to need a lot of luck. Because I'm not sure the Raiders are putting the ball in the air the rest of this game here. Uh, it's 13-3. to Winding down late third quarter. We'll get back to the action on the other side. It's VC and Live Bet tonight. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook here calling all soccer fans to lace up your boots with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Tell you what, we haven't seen a whole new game in this Thursday night football contest. It feels like we're just seeing the same song. We've on seen repeat. the same crappy one, to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah. yeah, it's been the same song here. Uh, Femi Bebfe, West Reynolds. This is decent live bet tonight, and right now this is a Raiders domination at SoFi Stadium. They're home away from home against the LA Rams right now. Vegas laying twelve and a half total, twenty eight and a half. They're just going to continue to pound Josh Jacobs here. And we for a second when he went to the locker room. And you said that, I was like, gosh, my heart aches for those people that bet the Jacobs prop, mm -hmm. the combined rushing and receiving over 100 at minus 280. But now they definitely have a chance. Now, as I take a look at the box score, I think they might have gone over this bad boy already. It looks like we're pretty close. Yeah, I think they have, they've gone over it. So, yeah, 86, 86 on the ground 15, and 15 yeah. through the air. So for just Jacobs. over at 101. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to them. <laughs> absolutely. So 13-3 uh, to 3 heading into the fourth quarter. Maybe we're going to get more activity in terms of uh, Brazil and Croatia and Argentina Netherlands tomorrow for the uh, World Cup, by the way. Early on the West Coast, 7 Pacific, by the way, for Brazil-Croatia quarterfinal, oh, yeah. uh, if you're uh, interested in that. And I will probably be up for that one. So currently, Do you have a, you have a play in that game? I do not as of yet. I, I may have one by either. the end of this program, though. There you go. If they're going anything like the uh, props are going uh, uh, in this game, uh, bailout. Then, then yeah, yeah, get even, get even deeper. As uh, Jacobs, I believe, uh, stopped at the line there, so is going to be fourth down. We'll see if uh, Josh McDaniels elects to uh, send Carlson and the special teams out. Minus twelve and a half, minus one twenty-five, twenty-eight and a half. Now your total. Yeah, I mean everybody's sweating on every single prop because this game has just been nothing. Nothing is going on. As they're actually going to go, yeah, they're going to go, or, or, or maybe, maybe try to draw them off. Yeah, because it, we have Britton, our the producer of Veasan Prime Time. He's as Derek Carr actually sneaks Sneak it. Sneak Nation. So takes the, gets the first down there. 
Britain is sweating the over three and a half field goals made. Mm-hmm. Right now, we've been sitting on three since I think like 10 minutes left to go in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And there's just been no scoring in this game. You have the Kyron Williams receiving prop. You also have the 2 2 Atwell yes. prop. I have the Devontae Adams prop. I mean, going into the night, did you think Devontae Adams would be targeted only five times? I did not. <laughs> And in those five times, he has three catches for 71. And, but and, not and you throw. know, beat Ramsey on, on that long one, too. Yeah, so he beat him twice. Yeah, it's not like they're got to be afraid of, of Ramsey necessarily. Just throw him the ball, man. <laughs> like, come on. But it's going to be a heavy dose of Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame McDaniels. McDaniels is coaching the game to win it. And if, yeah. you're, if you're coaching to win it, what you're doing is you're milking the clock and you're going to give the Rams as little time as possible and say, hey, score two touchdown drives on us, and then we'll tip our cap. Mm -hmm. But if not, we're going to go ahead and go back to Vegas with a big win for them, which we talked about it in the first hour. This is a massive game for this Raiders team to stay in the AFC playoff chain. Yeah, just to put them to six and seven. And obviously, uh, uh, just looking at the the, uh, standings right now, if I can uh, pull those up, you, you know, you're not you're not that far back necessarily because some of the I mean, all these teams are going to play each other Come and on, perhaps beat right. each other. Tried tried to hit Adams there uh, to no avail. So Just this throwing is going in the to dirt. be third down. So yeah, you look at who who is the last spot right now in the wild card. It's the New York Jets at seven and five, who are now double digit underdogs on the road at Buffalo, uh, New England six and six, the Chargers at six and six. The Raiders six and seven, all of a sudden, not out of it. I'm telling you, like the Jets right now are the team that you mentioned that they're in that seven seed. They're pretty vulnerable. Yeah, like they, they, these teams, like the Raiders and the Steelers, have it all out there in front of them if they want to sneak into the playoffs. Because now the Jets have expectations, and and look, you look, you look. Last week, the Jets should have won that game by oh, yeah. the numbers against Minnesota. So you wonder. Okay, how are they going to do in the revenge spot against Buffalo this week? And the fact that, you know, the Jets, because their numbers are a lot better than I think the market anticipates, but they're still getting 10 points. So you have the Chargers, by the way, at six and six, who are underdogs at home uh, to the uh, Miami Dolphins, even though Chargers, I think some money's coming back. New England down in Arizona, but they're only a one and a half point favorite. That could kind of be a little bit of a tricky game, even though you would expect them to win. So, yeah, they're right. And Raiders are right in business if they go ahead and get this win. Yeah, I think the AFC wild card chase is going to be really interesting. I, I think nine and eight probably gets you in. Yeah, yeah probably. Probably. Yeah. But, but if you're the Raiders or the Steelers, one of those five and seven teams, mm-hmm. I don't think you want to dance with going to. Five no, eight, no, right? not 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 at all. But but I but I do think uh, and look uh, the Browns and the Steelers. Now, I don't know if I'm necessarily long term buyers on those two teams, but those two teams now five and seven. It, now, it's the Steelers, though, they interest me just because ever since T.J. Watt came back, they were a different defense. Yes. And if they can continue to play defense the way they – like, when they have Watt on the field, they're a top-five defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They go to, like, 20-something when he's not on the field. And when you look at their schedule, it's pretty manageable. Sitting at 5-7, and seven, right now they beat the Falcons. They host the Ravens, who are without Lamar Jackson. So, right now they're two-and-a-half-point uh, favorites. At Carolina, that's winnable. Now, the game that's going to be – might be a loser-leaves-town match, Week 16, hosting the Raiders. Mm-hmm. But they at least have that on their own turf, Raiders having to go all the way out east. Then they're at the Ravens. Who knows if Lamar is back and healthy for that game. Then they host the Browns Week 18. All of those games are winnable. Now, I don't think they're going to win all those games, but they could win all those games. 
Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, these two, these two, these teams are all gonna pretty much beat each other down. I think we kind of know what is gonna happen a little bit in the AFC. Look, and and look, maybe this schedule for Miami gets a little daunting late in the season with three straight road games. But I think most of us, when we look at it, we do consider Miami to be a playoff team. You yeah. know that Miami, Buffalo. Whoever wins uh, uh, the the West, which we believe is going to be Kansas City at this standpoint, the Titans probably, even though they've looked a little shaky lately. And Tannehill's banged up. And then whoever wins the North, which is either going to be Baltimore or Cincinnati. So, you know, there's still, I I feel like there's about five teams really for or for two spots. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the Raiders could be absolutely one of those teams. It's going to be really interesting. As a car checks it down, I believe that is to Amir Abdullah, and that'll bring up. Yeah, I, 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 I think they're going to kick here. Yes. Yeah. So the over three and a half. I think we can see Britain right behind us. He's there mm-hmm. sweating that out there. I think he's got a beer in his hand. He's off the clock, so he deserves it. Uh, but he's 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 sweating this field goal out. As long as there's no shenanigans or anything misses, he goes ahead and mm. cashes his over three and a half field goals. I, well, I, I need, I need some, uh, something, you know, to get me through the rest of this 1230 left to go. <laughs> this is, I don't, we were talking about, you know, we've had, now we've had some good ones to be fair, by yeah, the way, that kick is. is good. 16 to three, 1220 left to go in the fourth quarter, but, and we've had some good ones to be fair, but we've, we've had some real turds in the punch bowl here on some of these games, yeah. especially on Thursday night. That, that Washington Chicago game, uh, the Colts and Denver. Even though it got kind of weird at the end, it was it was a it was so bad game. that it was entertaining. Exactly, so bad that it was good. So that was actually entertaining. But, but this one right now at the Rams, I mean, they just don't look like they watch. have. They don't look like they have a pulse. No, it's a tough watch, and it's a tough spot for them with a quarterback who just got there two days ago. I keep saying that, but that's mm-hmm. an unprecedented thing in the NFL to have a quarterback play the majority of your snaps who you just acquired on Tuesday. And last I checked today is Thursday. Not going to bode well there for any sort of offense. No. So it's a tough spot here for this Rams team. But there, we do have, I think we have a really good Thursday game coming up. We have uh, Cowboys at Titans. Mm-hmm. I believe that's like week 17, I think. Oh, yeah. So that'll be a fun one. Titans going to be the AFC South division winner. We believe Dallas will be in the thick of it. Probably going to be the five seed in the NFC unless Philly stumbles down the stretch. But at least that'll be a good team involving two playoff teams that are trying to ascend as we head into the month of January. As of now, that this Raiders team, they're trying to ascend. The Rams, uh, who knows what they're doing? Because they ain't getting draft picks because they traded them all. Yeah. Uh, and they got that Super Bowl. So, everybody, so says that everybody says that they're tanking. They don't have like a first yeah. round draft pick for what, 10 years? I, I'm exaggerating a little bit here. Just but. a little, though. <laughs> yeah, they traded a lot. No, of no, they they don't need. Yeah, they don't have a lot of their first I think, round. I, picks. I think they're scouting like high school juniors. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> to see yes, who's eligible. Yes, they are. Uh, they're they're <laughs> looking at the transfer portal to see who they can bring in, like yeah. everybody else. Said, well, this player will be eligible to be drafted by the time we get a first round pick. So let's do some homework on them. But uh, it's sixteen to three, which, funny enough, is a situation we were in on Monday yes. night. Now <laughs> the Rams don't have Tom Brady. No, they don't. <laughs> they have Baker Mayfield. Now, they do uh, have an different. opponent that might make a dumb mistake like Tampa Bay did. Of course, uh, you know, punting when they shouldn't have punted. And then uh, Ingram did run short of the sticks. And that's what allowed Tampa Bay to make that comeback. Well, Tyler Higby there on the first down play. We'll see if <laughs> uh, the, the Rams can open this. Thing I'm up. sorry. I'll get this in before break. Colorado State and Colorado, by the way, playing on the hardwood. Colorado up big. <laughs> they just showed a stat. 23 to 1 or 11 runs since Coach Prime arrived. 
in the stands, supporting the Hoop Squad. Coach Prime breeds winning out there in Boulder. We'll see what that football team's like next season. That's going to be really, really fun to be tracking uh, next college football season, though. But we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Rams trying to do something on offense. We'll see if they accomplish it next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We're just doing a little bit of math on the props there during mm-hmm. the break. Uh, but we got some good news, though, for you, Wes. Yeah, we do. Uh, Tutu Atwell uh, goes ahead and gets over that prop at over 23 and a half. I am showing him at 26 yards. So that is a winner. And uh, Kyron Williams just picks up 10 yards there. So need five more from him is now, you know, the Raiders, you know, play underneath a a little bit here. It is only 16 to three, but, you know, trying to get pressure with the front four, uh, even though they did send a blitz there, a nice catch by Ben Skoranek. So now, Raiders or Rams rather into uh, Raiders territory at the uh, 48 yard line. So uh, look, even though this is right now Raiders minus 12 and a half live 25 and a half on the total touchdown here. Rams are right back within the number. And Mayfield looks like it's a little too high for Tutu Atwell. Yeah. Tutu Atwell is not six foot five. He's like five foot five. What what is he like a buck 40 soaking wet? He he is not a very big individual, but he is uh he is a pretty quick individual. I was just looking at his measurement. Okay, they list him at 5'9", 165. He might be about 5'6 and three quarters. <laughs> I, I'm, gu- I'm guessing that's the whiff shoes. That's like when we go to like the NBA draft combine and it's like seven foot one and he's like somehow six, nine and a half. Like those must be some big ass shoes. <laughs> yeah, whatever it takes. It's a game of inches. Uh, Tutu Adwell, though, he's fast as hell, though. So at least he's got that going for him. Yes. Uh, but Ben Skoranek gets a catch. Is, is that a catch, or are they saying that was on the ground? They're, saying, like they're saying it was a catch because they're, they're finally blowing the whistle here. So six yards to Skoranek. So see if the uh, if the Rams uh, can get something here, uh, I believe. Okay, they just made it gray. It was minus 265 for the no offensive score and plus 205 for the offensive score. You are allowed. I, yeah, I believe he did. He had two mitts under that. So, well, I guess they're going to take a look at it. Come on, guys. But, uh, but I, I, I mean, the ball, the, the, the tip of the ball did hit. McDaniel's going to challenge here, actually. Uh, a six-yard <laughs> pass. Look, I mean, uh, I mean I that'll, make it, well. that'll make it third and ten. But, yeah, uh, I, I thought he had it. But the ball, you know, is allowed to hit the ground as long as you're controlling. Exactly. That's the Bert Emanuel rule. Like as long as you're controlling the football, you're good. But right now, the Raiders, 12-and-a-half-point favorites, as we get another look here at the – yeah, that's a catch. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? Oh, well, I guess McDaniels wanted to challenge it, so are, you got you to let him challenge are, 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 are I mean, are we mad right now at the officiating crew led by Brad Rogers, or are we mad at these two teams for having dumb penalties? Column A, column B. Yes, a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. One A, one B. Yes, <laughs> a little bit of both. I think is where we're at. Um, I'm I'm just mad that this game just grinded to a halt after halftime because mm-hmm. uh, uh, with the prop and this is life of a prop better. This is why I don't do it often. Uh, but yeah, the Devonte Adams prop was trending well ish. Yes, during the first half and I mean seventy one yards in one half and then just I mean he's got what one target in the second half. 
I know. It's, it's, it's been a tough one there for the Adams prop, but – uh, you know, hey, there's maybe some people bet some unders. And if you bet those Adams yes. unders, congratulations to you. At least you're looking good so far since I don't know if the Raiders are going to throw the football uh, the rest of this game here as long as this is trending the way it is. But I think, though, for a, a positive Raiders prop game state, you're probably rooting for the Rams to score within, like, the next three minutes, I think is where you're at. Yeah, so The Raiders absolutely. have to actually play – be- because that football. would have to make it about five and a half minutes to go, 16 to 10. Yeah, yeah one score ball game. Because they would still throw in that situation. I would have I would think so. You know, maybe a lot of underneath. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, see some uh, Foster Moreau or some of the uh, possession guys. But, yeah, the, I mean, the look, Josh McDaniel's been allowed to play it pretty conservative and close to the best here in the second half because the Rams haven't really had an offensive threat. This looks like the best threat they've really had all second half. Yeah. Uh, right now, the drive result prop over at DraftKings, turnover, turnover on downs, or safety, minus 125. Touchdown, plus 245. Punt is at 4-1. to one. I, They would probably punt maybe if they got, like, fourth and 25. But even mm-hmm. then, it's like either if you're going to punt, just take a knee and just call this thing now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think they would ever kick a field goal 16-1. to one. But, I mean, that, that doesn't really help you making a 13-point game, a 10-point game. So, would you bet either minus 125 turnover, turnover on down, or safety, or touchdown plus 245? Mm. Now, it's obviously going to hinge on whatever they call with this review right now, yeah, which I, they're still looking at, by the way. I'm not sure why I, they couldn't I, have I sorted th- this I out while they, we were in I thought they had come back. I think they're going to call this incomplete. How? I don't know. I just assume that they are. Oh, stands. No, yeah. they're gonna they're yeah, gonna uphold the it. Stands. So, yeah. so now third and four from the forty-two. No on the offensive score minus one eighty. Uh, yes, a plus one forty. Mm-hmm. Turnover TOD is now minus one fifteen. You could have bet this because the touchdown was plus two forty-five yes. before we knew that that was gonna be the call on the field. So if you saw the replay heading into the commercial break and were like, "Oh, that's a catch," like kind of how we yeah. did. You could have jammed that plus 245. Yeah, like, like, a like, like I thought it was a catch, but I thought that they somehow were going to overturn it. I was just assuming the <laughs> worst. seen too many battles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, I assumed they were going to get it wrong. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, this is obviously going to be four down territory, assuming uh, they do not get it here. Yeah, unabated to the quarterback there. Mayfield wanted a free play. You can't give him a free play at that point. Yeah, that's, he was going to get killed. That, that's gonna, yeah, that's going to be offside. So, uh Going to be a free play here as now a turnover TOD now minus 120 touchdown plus 110. Man, have that flashback. And and, and it's almost like the touchdown, though, at right now at 110, you're obviously not getting enough because they're still at the 37-yard line. And you know, of course, they're not going to kick. So it's going to be one of the two. So kind of hard to bet that right now. So, yeah, you got to be quick on these if you're doing that. Yeah. And, And that's, and like we've talked about that in the past as one of our pro tips of like, when they're reviewing something and these flash prop numbers are still up and you are confident in your conviction of this will be ruled a catch so I can operate with that assumption, there's value there. Now, it can sometimes bite you in the butt as well as Cam mm-hmm. Akers gets a nice little eight-yard run. If they were to come out and you bet plus 245 and all of a sudden they say incomplete pass, maybe that goes to plus 345. So it is a little bit of a gamble, but if you're confident in what you see on the replay right as they go to break, Maybe just keep that in mind going forward with some of these other games uh, as we wrap up the season here in five weeks. But uh, the Rams right now still huddling, and I guess they're still huddling because Baker's been there for two days. Mm-hmm. Stop me if you've heard that before. Uh, 
because this is, I think, a normal situation where I think they would be going no huddle here if he had had a full week of practice at least. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Is uh, they're going to go play action? Yeah, there Tyler you go. Higby with the uh, first down. So move the chains. Touchdown is now the favorite outcome. Yeah. Minus 125. Yeah, because you, you, you know, you want to be quick here, but you still got eight minutes, you know, just under eight minutes left to go. Uh, best drive of the half so far, nine for 51, about four and a half minutes off the clock. I mean, so your ideal, you would, I mean, you want to score as quick as possible, as much time, but you would like to score at least, I think, with five minutes left to go. Mm-hmm. I think like that would be, you know, your, your Mendoza line in terms of a time frame, because then all of a sudden, You've got the Raiders like, oh, man, we got to get a four-minute offense just to finish this game. And I think as well, too, Sean McVay, his priority right now is probably just making sure that Baker understands what is being called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they want to score, like you said, but first and foremost, before we can play with tempo, before we can go to no huddle, can, is he grasping the concepts yes. of what these plays are? Because he's yes. only been studying the playbook for about two and a half days. So. Ben Skoranek actually was calling for a face mask there, and uh, – he yeah. got a lot of helmet. I don't think he got a lot of face masks. Yeah, he he never, did get a lot of the lid there. Yeah, he never really pulled. Oh, oh there was a maybe. Little, there was a little jerk there at the end. Most of the time, that's called. Yeah, there was a little, there was a little something there. And Skoranek was lobbying for it. Uh, did not get the call. No gain, by the way, on the play. Is Mayfield going to roll out? Uh, is that, I think that's incomplete. Yeah, it's incomplete. Yeah, it is incomplete, so it is going to be third and ten. Uh Obviously, uh, two play call two plays basically here because you're going to be going for it. But based on how McVay has been calling the plays, he doesn't trust his offensive line. No, he doesn't. That's they, they I mean, that's why he's trying to move Mayfield yeah. out, outside. <laughs> and, you know, the only way he trusts is maybe a little play action. That's the only time I've really seen Baker. I think really stay permanent in the pocket. You know, that little play fake to Acres. Uh, so now, uh, obviously, you're not fooling anybody on play action here. Exactly. Exactly. So now they just have to move the pocket and hope for the best because Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, they're seeing uh, sack bonuses right now <laughs> is what they're seeing. Nice pass. And they're seeing a first down to 2-2 Atwell who uh, goes ahead and uh, puts them in position now. Minus 270 on the yes for the offensive score. Also minus 270 on the touchdown. It was always 2-2 Atwell in the end. Yes. All right, I guess it was him all along. Yeah, and now, now, I, now I do definitely have breathing room. Uh, three catches for 39 yards, so he is over. Let's see if we can get one to Williams, you see too. Crosby is just whooping Havenstein. Havenstein you know has, has seen better days. He's just every play just destroying him. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel bad for Havenstein. I'm like, man, you, what can you do other than hold, <laughs> I guess? Uh, another pass out there to Atwell as he is swung down, and uh, – Inside, looks like the 10-yard line. I believe they can get a first down without getting a touchdown. So uh, we will see how this drive concludes when we come back. Hour number three of Easton Live Bet tonight coming up after the break. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.